You are listening to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. Welcome to, well, the show, ultimately. <laughs> but welcome to a part where we're going to do something special. Normally, we have a guest come on, and they come on once, and we don't do anything else. But we have invited our friend Jesse to be back on the podcast, because after the last episode, we continue to talk in some really great conversations just organically happened about ministry and ultimately about God's word and the Bible. And so Mm -hmm. we are going to just dive right in, Tori and I and Jesse, talking about this conversation we had outside of the podcast and bringing it back on when it comes to the culture of bringing your Bible to church, the importance of it, and anything to deal with God's word and that physical copy as well. Uh, so I feel like I'm the interviewer because you both are in ministry. So youth aspect and kids aspect with the Bible. What does that look like? In kids ministry, do all your kids bring the Bible? In youth ministry, are your youth people bringing their Bibles? Like what does that look like on a Wednesday or a Sunday with bringing Bibles? Right. And the importance of it. Really. Yeah, that's yeah. why we want to talk about it. Yeah. So Jesse, thoughts? Yeah. So um, in youth... I feel like there is, we have a small handful who've, like, probably, I could count on one hand how many students typically bring their physical Bible on a Wednesday or a Mm -hmm. Sunday. Um, But most of them do not um, because, hey, you got the Word of God on your phone. And so I feel like a lot of them don't necessarily see the importance of having a, a physical Bible um, so yeah, so that's kind of what it's looking like in youth on like Wednesdays and, and Sundays as far as students bringing like a physical Bible, but how about for you, Elizabeth? So we're kind of already in this place where I've been establishing Bibles as an important <coughs> thing to bring on a Sunday morning. And so I've been doing that since the pandemic mm-hmm. came back, like well, a couple of things that we brought back to the table we're like we're gonna hit this hard one of them for me was i want the kids to bring their bibles yeah and so we have anywhere let's say i have 40 kids in a room i will have six to seven kids that have bibles now is that a lot no it isn't but i actually have six or seven kids now doing it when before that was not even the case because they're kindergartners in my room first graders second graders some of them can't even read so like their parents thinking that they need a Bible was not and mm-hmm. still isn't always the first priority or something that they know to do. Um, but, and we can talk about this. I, I don't have conviction about it being um, something wrong because I've definitely prayed about it. But in a sense, we reward the kids that do bring their Bibles. Yeah. We will give them a mm-hmm. piece of candy. If you bring your Bible, you will get a piece of candy. And because of that, I've had some parents that are like, my kid keeps on talking about how they have to bring their Bible. And I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. I'll ignore that it's about a piece of candy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> completely ignore that it's about a piece of candy. And actually talk about how it is because they're going to use it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but that was also a switch for me as a leader because I actually had to emphasize we're opening up our Bibles and I'm going to wait for you as you do not know how to read to find <laughs> where this book is 
and where the chapter is so that you're even there. Whether you can read or not, you've gone through the physical experience, Mm -hmm. not just the phone experience, but a physical experience of opening up their Bible at a young age Mm -hmm. so that then now if they have a scripture they ever want to memorize or someone talks about it and they're curious about it, they know how to go back in their Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to start that at kindergarten, first and second grade. Mm -hmm. And then that's also gone up to our third, fourth and fifth grade, which we do a couple other things beyond just that too. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started doing similar, Mm -hmm. like um, really emphasizing this year, a part of our vision for 2022, one of the the core values for youth was the basics. Mm -hmm. So that was like prayer, spending time in God's word and worship and giving. So like the basics of having a relationship with the Lord. And so we started hitting, um, really leading by example, being like a lead follower of Jesus, um, to, to the students. And so that looks like um, I've always preached with my Bible. That was just always something I was taught. Um, mm-hmm. But even going beyond that, I felt like, you know what? I got to start bringing my Bible on Sundays. Even when I'm not preaching, like I always have the word yeah. with me on a Sunday morning. So students are seeing the importance of the word of God, the importance and, and the authority that the word of God really has over my life. Mm-hmm. And just being that lead follower for them. Because when students see that, they, they see a, a leader or a pastor modeling these things. And they go, oh, I see, I see that. And so they want to do the same too. Um, and so that really, it catches fire, really. And a student who's on fire for the word of God is unstoppable, 100%. Mm-hmm. They will change the world for Jesus, especially, especially when they know his word and know his truth. Yeah. Um, especially with what's going on in culture right now today, it is so important to know your identity is found in Christ and, and knowing um, what the word of God really, really says about important issues that are really arising mm-hmm. um, as of late. So, yeah, that's kind of what it's what it's looking like, just leading by example, bringing that Bible. And yeah, yeah. we're not above the, the <laughs> giving them treats. Right. Um, we I did. <laughs> adult service, man. I know, right? <laughs> it's good. Yeah, we did uh, donuts one Wednesday. I said, hey, if you bring your Bibles next week, I'll give you a donut. And yeah. um, so students who came, they, they got donuts and students who didn't, they were like, oh man, like I wanted some fucking <laughs> donuts, you know? I'm like, yeah, dudes, should have brought your Bible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this past Wednesday, though, I heard this from one of my leaders. This was so cool. He lives um, on the same street as one of our students. And the student saw him outside. He was like, hey, don't forget your Bible tonight. Like a student was saying that, that to his awesome. leader. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you about your leaders. Mm-hmm. Talking about examples. Yeah. So you're setting the example. Mm-hmm. Um, do your leaders bring their Bibles? Is that something that you've encouraged yet? Or maybe out of this conversation you will? Yeah. Um, some of them already do, which is great. But some of them haven't totally caught on caught on to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, you know, with having it on your phone, yeah, it's totally different. But it is starting to change things. Like, even just in conversation with other adults in the church. Like, oh, man, yeah, you're right. Like, I should be bringing my Bible. You know, like little yeah. things like that. It's, it's starting a shift. Yeah. And, and God is really, really doing something unique in his church, capital C church. I mean, the church is his bride. Yes. Um, and so he is just doing something really amazing. Like revival really is coming. And that happens when, when 
his people are spending time with him yeah. and are and are seeking his face earnestly, earnestly seeking his face and, and spending time with him and spending time in his word and spending time in prayer and in community with the body. And so God's moving. And so there's this new hunger. I mean, we're seeing it at our church. There's this new hunger and thirst for mm-hmm. his word and this new hunger and thirst for worship and just spending time with him and hunger for truth, yeah. especially. So... Yeah, God's up to something that's really, really great, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it at our church with yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a hunger for different things, yeah. Yeah. and it's not just, like, the adults. It, yeah. I mean, it is across the board. When these things happen, it is because God, our Father, really does want a relationship with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when people start to get a taste of that, like, it, it's awesome. It's amazing. But yeah. also coming alongside people and teaching them in those ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't planning on sharing this, and maybe, Tori, you've experienced this one. I don't know if either one of you did this. But in high school, there was this one-month challenge that the um, like national office of our fellowship of churches put out, and it was the one-month Bible challenge. And it was, I forget what it was, what it's even called now, (laughs) Uh but it's like one month. Like that's all it was or something like that. They didn't even say like what it was about (laughs) where they challenged you to carry your Bible with you everywhere you went for one month, like outside of your purse, if you were a female Mm -hmm. and in your hands, if you were a guy, every single place you went, that Bible was with you. The Mm -hmm. only place where it wasn't moving with you consistently was probably your own home. But if you went out, it was right out with you. And it was something that went everywhere you went. Mm -hmm. And I did it one year. I only did it for the one month. I've never (laughs) done it since. Uh I've wanted to do it since. I can't tell you how many conversations and what my faith walk with the Lord looked like and how I felt so much closer to him, which is funny because like he didn't leave. He was never not there, but how I felt close to him because I had my Bible and I had conversations where because it was right beside me, I'm like, okay, here's my Bible person. Yeah. Like I had some crazy conversations where I was like, well, let's look at it and let's see what the Bible says in the back. Mm -hmm. Not, and at this time, there were phones, there were apps, you could do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually go to my phone or my app right away, always, when I'm like, oh, hey, we need an answer for something. No, because we'd go to Google instead. Yeah. we go to other things. But there's, I can't even remember. I sat in front of someone's house in someone's car for like an extra 45 minutes because I had my Bible with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have never happened. It would have never been a conversation. But it was the physical Bible rather than just my phone. Yeah. Now, Tori, did you hear that challenge? Were you a part of that or anything? I vaguely remember something like that. I don't think I like accepted. I mean, it wasn't like click on a link to accept it or whatever. But right. I I remember like, Yeah. I don't know if I have, I don't think I did it, but I remember, yeah, because it was w- through the AG or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. heard of it? No. No, I never did it. But I love that. That makes me want to do that with students. 100%. I, I, and it's like a month. So it's not even it. like, I mean, you could obviously do it longer than a month. Yeah. But like for those that are like, oh my gosh, a full year carrying your Bible, like, hey, it's just four weeks, you know? Yeah. So. 
Yeah, even even just a week is a challenge. You yes. know, I a mean, day. That, yeah, like <laughs> let's just talk about a day. Yes. Yeah, because we're yeah. talking. That's going with Tori when she goes to Target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, like that, yeah. but like even into your work, mm-hmm. even yeah. to wherever you're at. And for me, being a student at the time, I was working. I was doing a whole bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't just going to church, or like because mm-hmm. I work in the church now, it was just showing up with me to church. It was going everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. I went to a sleepover, and that's where I was ended up being in someone's car for like forty five <laughs> minutes extra because yeah. I was hanging out with a friend. And I brought my Bible to the restaurant we went to. Yeah, I brought yeah. my Bible to her house. I can't remember anything else from that month, but I can remember, Yeah. hey, I had that Bible in my hand, and because, because of it, it here's mm-hmm. some conversations we had. Yeah. And it challenges you in your own walk. Yeah. Because then that's that's saying you have to express what God has done in your life, and mm-hmm. you're you're using the Word of God. Yeah. In, in front And putting it in front of someone. So that's, that's challenging you in your walk with how do you explain the gospel? How do you yeah. explain mm-hmm. a genuine relationship with him? To even someone who may not have a clue about, yeah. may have never even picked up a Bible, anything like that, and not out of religious purposes. Right. Because I think that um, that sometimes it can get to that place where it can just be religious. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then people are just doing it just to do it when, no, it's like you're, you're reading the Word of God because of a relationship that you have with the Father. You want to spend time in His Word yeah. and, and you're learning about um, when he, when Jesus walked on on this earth, you're learning about what the Holy Spirit was doing in the in the Book of Acts. You know, you're learning yeah. um, how God was speaking to the people of Israel, and so um, not out of religion, but out of relationship with Him, because you want to spend time, right? Because absolutely, even as we're just sitting here talking, that's the same. It's the same concept with with God. Like yeah. you're just having a conversation, and and that's all He wants. He, he's jealous for our time. And so that looks like prayer and worship and and just spending time in his word. Yeah. And getting back to like the word. And I just remember in high school and like middle school, like, yeah, we did have phones and we had, I would say more so like middle school, like the smartphones were Mm -hmm. just starting to trickle out. So bringing the Bible was like you needed, otherwise you wouldn't have, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, an app yeah uh, so I in youth if I remember to bring it uh, I did bring my Bible and I would bring my Bible and a notebook um, and take notes on whatever the sermon was uh, and I still think in high school high school I might have every now and then left the Bible but I still brought my notes with me I still mm-hmm. brought something to write down uh, what they preached about or whatever um, and even now on Sunday mornings, I joke because I bring my Bible that I got for graduating college and I'm like, this Bible cost me $36,000. You better believe I'm going to bring it to church. You know, I'm like, this cost me a lot of money. Heck yeah, I'm bringing it everywhere because, mm-hmm. you know, but, and every now and then I do, um, leave it just because I'm in a rush to get out the door or we're late or, you know, something like that. And I will yeah. use like the Bible app. So Having an app is useful because there are moments when you're like, oh, I forgot about it, but it it shouldn't be the main source. And I think, you know, the way culture is going, that's the main source. Yeah. The main source is the apps. The main source is, but truly the main source is the Bible. Yeah. You know, the physical word. And that's why like 
thinking about it, like reading even, like when Kendall, the Kendall fires and all that came out to for reading, I was like, but wait, what about libraries? Like the physical books in your hands, yeah. like we're, we're losing that type of the, the feeling of the physical and, and doing all that when we have technology come into play. Um, so it's just interesting how that all kind of bringing in technology to the, to the church world and what yeah. that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And it should be both and, not either or. Yes. Mm. Like, it should be both the Bible and the app because the app has, um, you know, version has incredible, incredible devotionals yeah. that you can um, do with, with a friend who's states away and right. be, be walking through that together. Um, but, yeah, it should be both and, like, both the physical Bible and and having this edition of version, not either or, not mm-hmm. either my Bible or just the app. It is both and for sure. Yeah. What do you think is the benefit in your own life mm-hmm. or in ministry for you, Jesse, when it comes to the physical Bible? The benefit of it? Yeah, what's the benefits? I mean, you've kind of already said that you're now being an example in your youth group. So I'd say yeah. that's one. Yeah. But, like, is there other benefits, like, other other things, even just, like, for our own personal locks? So, yeah. you and I are in ministry. Tori's a teacher, and mm-hmm. she's like, well, how do I relate to this? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the benefit of the physical Bible? Yeah, I think it just kind of goes to show, like, the authority that it has over your life. Mm-hmm. And that, um, that, you know, I'm not here to, like, mess around. Like, this is legit, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. this is the real stuff. And um, it's sharper than any double-edged sword, and, and it never yeah. returns void. And, like, this is how I fight my battles, you know, on my face and in, in his word. And, um, and so there is something about holding it. And, and honestly, especially with culture now and just having it with, um, with boldness, being bold for Jesus and being unashamed of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not cool to have these things, but um, it's it's way cool to have a relationship with Jesus <laughs> because he's he's good and he's kind. And um, so there is something to say about having that physical representation because it is showing that it does have authority, that that it is alive, that it is mm-hmm. active in your life. And that catches fire to everyone else around you. Right. It's encouraging to other people to want to bring their Bible too. Yeah. Because it's relationship versus the religious. You mentioned yeah. that before. And I really like, I loved that you said that, especially after me talking about carrying my Bible for a month. I think as a teenager, there was definitely a part of me going, I'm going to show people that I have my Bible. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but then there was another part where my relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. actually grew out of doing it. Yeah. And I will tell you, the highlights in my Bible also were affected. Yeah. Because people were asking things or I was reading in Romans and I did need to know the Romans road or different yeah. things like yeah. that. And because I had my physical Bible, I could actually highlight it or look at it and do different things like that. And so I think like even you, Tori, do you have any thoughts when it comes to your physical Bible versus the version app or another app of the Bible, even for you in your devotional life? Yeah. I feel like as a whole myself, like technology and me, I'm like an 80 year old person. I'm like, what? What? So personally, I love, I'm just like, I love having my physical Bible. It's all scruffy over there, but we'll take scruffy. Uh, so it, 
It just is it's there. It's beautiful. It is. <laughs> just have to know that like Tori's Bible yeah. is actually beautiful. I will yeah. do devotions on my bed and like the part of the the front uh, leather, faux leather part of my Bible is like peeling off. So I'll like move it off my sheets and there's like little black rubble on it. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but I just like just the physical, having a physical Bible, I think for me, um, I just feel like it's there. Like I know God's word and if I need something, I can flip to it. I remember this was years ago when, you know, something happened in America to divide us again. And I just, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I was like, what the heck is going on in the world? God, like, what are we doing? And I just, I was like, God, I I just need something. I need something to cling to because I don't know. I, I like, is this okay for you? Like, I see how, you know, some people are justifying what, what's going on and, you know, they have a right to this and all this stuff. And so I looked up discord mm-hmm. in the back of my Bible and then I found a verse and it was like, God is not a God of discord and all of this stuff. And I was like, Heck yeah. yeah. So I like clung to that and I was like, okay, there in your word, it says this. So now, and then like after that, like I was able to sleep peacefully. I was able to like go back to sleep because it was in those moments where the culture and everything, I'm like, what, what do I, how do I figure this out, Lord? What are you saying? What are you speaking? And I was able to get my Bible, which is so close to me in my nightstand and just open it up, read it, write down what I was thinking, journal it and then say, okay, Lord, there's your peace, the peace of God that's there that we have access to because of our words. Yeah. And then, yeah, Yeah, that's That's really good. good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Like, cause you also have set a standard in your life when it comes to the placement and the authority or the, the power Mm-hmm. Because you're like, I know where to go. And, and you're yeah. choosing to go there and whatnot. And I'll say, like, mm-hmm. I am will be the first to let you all know that when we prepare for the podcast and we look up scripture, I'm looking on the Bible app. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, there, so we use both. Like, there is yeah. never going to be anywhere where, like, you can't use the Bible app. But I think yeah. there's something about our culture that the church has even lost with that physical aspect. Because I actually have to take a stand, yeah. in a sense, yeah. when I do have my Bible. I mean, that one month of carrying it. But even on a Sunday morning, like, for you, when you're preaching on a Wednesday night, that's yeah. another thing that's in your hand that you have to take with you. Yeah. But it also is, like, a grounding thing. And that's why I'm like, I love it for in kids' church. We have them have their Bibles. They will get a piece of candy. So if you are a parent and your kid comes to our kids' church and they're not been bringing their Bible, bring their Bible, please, because they'll get a piece of candy. They'll love you for it. <laughs> but then the next thing is, is also in kids' church, for the older kids, we do sword drills. So if yeah. they have a physical Bible in their hand, what that means is, since God's word is a sword, yeah. they will drill through in that, that Bible yeah. and it'll either start from the top of their head and then yeah. they'll like bring it down or anything like that. And we will give them four scriptures to look up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, one is in Genesis, one is in Revelation. I mean, they're all over the Bible and the kid that gets it first gets to read it out loud. Yeah. And so they're physically mm-hmm. looking through it, reading it, and then they get rewarded with a piece of candy too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's great. You're teaching them how to actually look in their Bible for things. Like yeah. you're giving them that, that, that kinesthetic learner, you know, yeah. who has yeah. who has to put their hands on it to, to see how to get there. Yes. And so I love that you were talking about how it's like the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Um, this is, like I said earlier, this is how you fight your battles, you know? Yeah. And I think that... 
um, culture, people expect Christians to just kind of like roll over and just take it. And I think that we have for Mm -hmm. a really, really long time. And I really feel that the Lord is calling his army. He's raising us up and he's saying it's time to fight. I mean, we are supposed to fight against these, these powers of of evil. And, and so, Mm -hmm. um, as Christians, we, I'm, I'm in the Lord's army, you know? And so that, that looks like you're actually fighting, you're a fighter. And so there is something about just having that physical word. Like, this is my sword. This is how I fight my Mm -hmm. battles. And, and this isn't just some some random history book you know it it is history but it's not something to just collect dust on your nightstand you know it's real it's it's and there's a lot in it there's drama and it's you know there's 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 a lot yeah it's beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful book and um so yeah it's how we fight our battles and and God is asking his people to to rise up and to fight and stand firm against the, the enemy's schemes. And so we need to be aware. We need to be in our word. And, and there is, oh, there's nothing like the physical Bible. And like the more raggedy the Bible, the more holy you are, right? We were kind of talking about that. If it, the, the crustier the Bible the looks. The crusty, yeah. scruffy, we take yeah. them all. That's why I'm like, crusty. there might be a picture of Tori's Bible that pops up on Instagram. Just saying, because, yeah. you know, Tori is showing us that scruffy, scruffy. right? Like exactly, yeah. and the pages are falling out and whatnot. And my one of mine has like the back pages are totally falling out or whatever. I'm like, ah, uh, yes, we've done work here. <laughs> right? yeah. God's, God's done work in my life, so it's rewarding. It is. It is. It is really rewarding, and and to look back even. You know, as as I'm looking at your Bible, like to see notes yeah. um, that that you've had, and so looking back and and reading some things, like oh man, I remember when I wrote that, yes. what I was really yes. really walking through, yes. and mm-hmm. and having those moments of oh God, you're so good, yeah, thank you for for walking me through that, thank you for your grace and your mercy, right. and and having the scripture to cling on to during that season. I even have like like um, pictures. Of like, like we went to a photo booth one time with some friends and that's in there as like a little marker. And then one day I was spending time with the Lord and he like had just dropped something on my heart. So I had to like write it down in my notes on my phone Mm -hmm. and then I printed it out and I folded it and stuck it in my Bible. So every now and then that'll fall out and I like open it up and I'm like, "Ah, Lord, you're so good with what I wrote and what you told me. And and just little things like that, like sticky notes of like mm-hmm. different verses that were speaking to me in that time. And um, yeah, that that is how we fight our battles. I think that, you know, if you've listened to the podcast, you've listened, some of you may have listened to like my trials and treasures about me passing, you know, my teaching test. And when I was going through that, Joshua was the the book that I was like, this is my battle Mm because they fought a battle and so the battle of jericho that's that's where i was camped out in uh so Mm -hmm. it's just that's how we fight our battles fighting with jesus in our scruffy roughy bibles (laughs) oh yeah well and you hinted at the scripture but hebrews 4 12 is like that actual scripture that says for the word of god is alive and active Mm -hmm. sharper than any double-edged sword yeah okay if we're in a battle or if we're just living life and we're going in a world that is a lot coming at us if you think about a sword, like, and it piercing things, uh, we need God's word to pierce the lies yeah, and to pierce those things and be beside us 
physically, yes, but also theoretically Mm -hmm. in a place in our lives that when we are hit with these things, we know how to walk in God's truths rather than our own truths, rather than the world's truths. And I think that like, that's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. It was like, if you're in your word physically as well, um, it takes a little bit more work than just typing something on your phone, like everything else. And like, this is a little soapbox thing, but like, uh, like if you're not using a physical Bible in front of kids and students, like you and I as pa- pastors and, and people in ministry, it gets really hard for kids to then also like be able to go, okay, so where's this story from coming again? I just trust your words. Oh, it's the iPad where I can get any video I want and any, yeah. like all this stuff. But like, if you have the physical Bible, you're like, no, no, no. Hey, guess what? This is what we're standing on. Like, yeah. this is where mm-hmm. it's coming from. And also... You have access to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. That's awesome. So, wow. That was a good conversation yeah, all about is. the Bible. And mm-hmm. hopefully, like, I know I'm taking something from this. Mm-hmm. I'll straight up tell you. What I'm going to do is next week, I'm going to, in my weekly email to my volunteers, say, hey, can you guys start bringing your Bibles? Yeah. Because I didn't even think, like, I asked you, like, do your people... But wait a second, just because yeah. I'm in kids' ministry doesn't mean my volunteers shouldn't be bringing their Bibles to yeah. be examples to the kids. Yeah. I also feel convicted because I use just any random kid Bible that's in the church. And now I'm like, no, no, no. Be consistent. Show them yours. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm trying to be religious. Right. But, be- but yeah. the consistency of it and standing on that on God's word and going, no, this is where I run to. You can run to it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, so that was really good. I don't know if either of you are taking anything from this, but I'm encouraged. Oh, yeah, it was good. That was good stuff for sure. It's it's always encouraging to hear other people your age mm-hmm. standing firm for for what uh, what God's word says and and what it looks like to have a genuine relationship with the Lord. And that you know, culture cult- culture is always saying one thing, and so it's always encouraging to hear. Um, other young women standing firm for his for his word and for his truth yeah there it is like we're done (laughs) that's good like i think truly like god's word is encouragement yeah god's word is fun there's our bright and bubbly yes we are done yes (laughs) go out be blessed encourage somebody see you next time